The I Only Listen to 90s Music podcast is a show for 80s babies who were 90s kids. If you were a No Limit Soldier, then this is your show. If you believe that cash money is not an army, but was a Navy, this is the show for you. If you and your friends ever tried to sing a song written by Escape, in Vogue, Shy, or Voiced Men at a talent show during middle school, this is your show. The I Only Listen to 90s Music Podcast is a bunch of 80s babies talking about all the songs and things that we loved when we were kids and teenagers. So if you went to the skating rink and you were at a lock-in, this is the, the show for you. If you think that Tevin Campbell um, was the original prince of R&B, this is the show for you. If you don't understand the the conflict between Monica and Brandy, but you're kind of on Monica's side and understand why Brandy got punched. This is the show for you. Make sure that you tune in, subscribe, click the little subscribe link. We're here. We're going to talk about all things 90s music. This is the show for you. How are y'all? You know, we're going to jump right on in here and get it started. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yes. So it's been about a month. Mm hmm. And then, because that last episode was uh, our femininity. Femininity. Energy. Femininity. You know energy. I still can't say that word. It's okay. That's why you have friends. I got That's your back. Right. You know, where you fall short, I pick it right up. Boop, boop. You know what I'm saying? I got but you. No, for real. So mm -hmm. it's been a minute because work been working. Yes. Life's been life in. Yes. And we just been busy. Busy, yeah. In a good way. Busy. In a good way. Work has been work. Work is sometimes stressful for us. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, who are just tuning in, we are school psychologists by day, by night. We are podcast <laughs> superheroes. We're superheroes. Exactly. Where's my cape? It's Where's invisible. Cape? It's there. Uh, it's there. We do it I've all. I've never seen Rhea and Superman in the same, <laughs> in the same room. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But we take on many, many hats. But, um, yeah, we've been busy. we just been busy. Yeah. Yeah, for, sure. for sure one of the great things that just happened with me me and my family we went to new york um we had some family time but we also got Yay! to party and kick it Woo -woo! seeing SZA in new york at madison square gardens that was amazing oh, time that was a treat, it really was it was everything that i needed like a booster but as you can see i'm not sure you can see my eyes i'm drained right now <laughs> just because of work being a mommy you know what I'm saying? Like mommy, motherhood, yeah, regardless on what age, mm -hmm. don't fall for it. It's no, like yeah. it's still a lot of work. It is. It's a lot of energy you have to mm -hmm. put into it, and it almost like you have to be two steps ahead. Yeah, at all because times. we have teenagers, and they think they're smart, but they're not really smart. But you know, <laughs> they're trying Girl, to. Teenagers be the dumbest uh, kids. Man, smart intellectually, like but the book dumbest smart. kids. Yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. be like you really thought. You was gonna yeah. get that past me. You know, and sometimes you might catch me when I'm sleeping. You might <laughs> get it, but you know, sometimes putting those pieces together, they don't think it through all the time. They but, um, but yeah, just balancing all of that stuff, and then you know, like just life, just life. Yeah. But how are, how have you been? What's your emoji? Girl, I don't even feel like I've seen my friend. Like this is a big thing. Like we I talk all the time. Her. Right, that's so crazy. Nothing. So this Friend, is I miss real. you. I, I miss you too. I, miss you. <laughs> I haven't seen her or nothing. Yes. You know, she abandoned me. I did not. <laughs> I did not. Not I'm bad. Just saying, but, but I haven't seen yeah. I feel like I haven't seen you or nothing. Yeah. But, okay, y'all. 
I think we just started just talking to y'all because, you know, we feel like y'all right here. Yeah. But I'm Rhea, and mm-hmm. this is Chloe, as y'all hey, know. Y'all. And this is Womenology Podcast. Yeah. You know, we got to get the, you know, the housekeeping yeah. stuff. Exactly. But my emoji. Yes, what's your emoji? How are you Ooh. feeling? Normally I say cool. Normally I say chill. Mm-hmm. I'm cold. <laughs> you want to have this heater oscill- oh it is oscillating okay cool yeah I think I'm, okay let me let me be for real mm-hmm. um no doing? you know the dancing lady uh-huh. and the cartwheel i kind of mm-hmm. feel that way and the reason why is because spring break is in two weeks oh awesome this when is my y'all? last week our starts on the 17th okay so mm-hmm. your start on the 17th yeah okay mm-hmm. so spring break for me is in two weeks so that's mm-hmm. the last week of march mm-hmm. so i'm super excited about yeah, that yeah yeah because i get to like rest relax mm-hmm. and chill mm-hmm. and things like that mm-hmm. and then um yeah so i'm excited yeah that's why sure. i'm flipping and dancing exactly and, and just now my case load all my heavy hitters are out the way so now i can breathe easier yes. with just evaluating kids with like specific learning disabilities those are very easy for me to go through and, and young child development <laughs> yes i did all of mine already you i had did? a teacher who went on maternity leave uh-huh. and at the end and of so january she so she moved all of them up so yeah. all of them are done thank you Lord. so i got some developmental <laughs> delays coming mm-hmm. but that's all i got coming mm-hmm. like my march Mm-hmm. Now it's, yeah, it's so cool. Okay, good. Like it's so like smooth, mm-hmm. smooth sailing. Good. So I'm happy about that. But mm-hmm. February, I don't know what they was trying to do to us. Yeah, man. get their money's <laughs> worth. You know, get their money's worth the body. Exactly. What y'all do again? Here, get some more work. <laughs> exactly. Here's another case for you. What's your emoji for today? Ooh, my emoji. I'm freezing, so I'm an ice cube. So <laughs> love my family. Y'all have heard about them for those who have been here from the start. But Yay. um, very close with my family mm-hmm. and my niece. She has her own business, a clothing yeah. brand Ooh. called 10:35. Um, this is a part of her um, STL um, from the Lou. For three one four day, so um, we were outside <laughs> by the stadium taking pictures with no coach, just these shirts, pants. Yes, and it was cold, but so you know it won't show in the pictures because we are professionals. You That's know what right. I'm saying? So, but um, yeah, I'm an ice cube. Yes, I'm freezing. <laughs> so yeah, so in the car, I'm like, let me play some music, let me get amped. So I'm feeling good. I'm just not. Sh- I just need to throw out. <laughs> you out. That's really what it is. You yes. throw it. Can't nobody yes. tell. Like oh, I said, well, thank you look beautiful. Thank you, you Brian. But yeah, I'm an ice cube. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I don't know about you, about you guys, but mm-hmm. I follow Blueface and Chris Sean, right? Mm-hmm. So you follow, actually follow them? Well, not like on IG, but oh, okay. I do. You pay I do, attention to their uh-huh. antics. Uh-huh. And I did watch the TV show. On YouTube. They got a TV show? Oh, my gosh. Zeus Network. They make So, they making money off being dysfunctional. Dysfunctional. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, I see their content. That's probably mm-hmm. a better word rather than follow them because yeah, yeah. I don't follow neither one on social mm-hmm. media. But I see their content that's mm-hmm. posted on The Shade Room. And I see their content that's posted on Hollywood Unlocked. And like mm-hmm. I said, I saw some of their shows on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Well, their show, not some of their shows. So it's, they have a reality show called, what, Blueface for Love or Love for Chris Shine. Something silly, like something, some love in hip-hop shit, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, they got that, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was watching it, and I was like, this can't be true. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all, y'all not. Y'all for play. That's yeah. not for real, for mm-hmm. real, right? So I watched the episode, mm-hmm. and I was like, damn, why you talk to her like that? And then the yeah, way, man. like, 
But here's the thing, though. It's kind of tricky because he doesn't yell at her. Mm -hmm. He's not raising his voice mm -hmm. at her. Mm -hmm. He just be like, you stupid as fuck. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, why you why you talk to her? And how like does she that? respond? So the way she responds is in two ways. Mm -hmm. So it's the way that we see on social media, you know, reacts, big reactions, yeah. you know, fighting, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then she'll be like, well, why you say that, babe? Mm -hmm. And then she says a lot of why you say that, babe, or why mm -hmm. you say that, daddy? She used daddy a lot. Why you say that, daddy? And so mm -hmm. he'll give her a reason or something like that. And I'll be like. Um, she just has no idea that this is not how someone who you are romantically involved with mm -hmm. is supposed to treat you or talk to you like right. that. And then another reason what I've noticed is because I went down like a little rabbit hole. He's like older mm -hmm. than her. Like she's like 22 mm -hmm. and I think he's like 26. Mm, okay. And so like, if you remember, or I don't know if you guys remember when this whole little thing, blue face thing, whatever started, mm -hmm. I think she was like 20. Okay. And then, of course, he was probably like 24, 25. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you already have an advantage over her by being the older male. Exactly. Even though you're younger. Mm -hmm. You know, you're young, but you still have an advantage. Right. Over. And right. she's at a very impressionable age. So, the little bit that I do know about them is just from what I see very quickly within a few seconds on uh, social Shade media. Room, yeah, but one of the things that I guess struck me were them showing how she looked like as a teenager mm -hmm. to how she looks now. Mm -hmm. Like she was an athlete, gorgeous girl. Gorgeous girl. And like now you missing teeth, you looking buck wild crazy. Like what the fuck happened to you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with you even saying that she caused him dead, now we all do that calling people poppy or daddy or whatever whatever cute little things that, yeah. but knowing that they're so dysfunctional i wonder if she is carrying over trauma with her own father and having him step into that role for her it could so. be that trauma but mm -hmm. um it could be trauma mm -hmm. you know like daddy issues yeah, or whatever yeah. like that but she always refers to him as daddy like she just mm -hmm. says like I watched the interview with just her, not Blueface, mm -hmm. on No For Sure podcast. Okay. And so she always say, like, Daddy did this. This Daddy shirt. Daddy got to take me here. Daddy got to take me there. Like, she always refers to him That's that way. Crazy. And he's not in the room. Well, you know what? At that podcast interview, he might have he been. He may have been behind the camera. He might have yeah. been in the room because mm -hmm. they're always together. Mm -hmm. And then I think to myself, like, and I'm not trying to say that couples can't be together all the time. Yeah. And I understand that some couples are literally best friends. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they are together yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, is he together to watch over her? Like, to, what's the word? Control what she's doing. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, I just wonder about that. Like, so first, we just named two things that we know toxic relationships yeah is that uh he's controlling yes he uh talks to her in a derogatory manner mm -hmm. and then we already mentioned that the fighting she fights him but he fights i was just her. about to say they fight each other they fight each <laughs> other but i think a lot of time after and not just shows, with words like with like yes yeah, i think it's physically. reactionary Mm -hmm. I mean, not reactionary. I think it's re reactional. That's mm -hmm. the word. That um, they fight each other. Mm -hmm. Like she, he says something, and she probably ain't quick with it, so she probably bop him mm -hmm. or the other or. Baby, I'm not mm -hmm. fighting you, and I feel like I've. This is, I guess, a candid moment of just honesty. Like I have 
been known to put my hands on people that's not a good thing but as a youngster <laughs> as a young because you're not I thinking things through and then i'm little so i got this napoleon complex i feel like i'm big and i'm not so it's a lot of things where like someone would say something to me i would get upset and my first response would be to like hit yeah. somebody i know now that that's not right i'm in my 30s i'm making better life choices but being so young and using that as a way to problem solve in the moment mm-hmm. is so dangerous. So dangerous. Not just for women, for one, putting your hands on a man should not occur. Correct. Definitely vice versa. Be the one. That's not how you handle yourself mm-hmm. because I'm never, if I were to have a son, and you can speak from that mm-hmm. perspective, you're not about to be just hitting my kid. You oh, know what I'm baby. saying? I'm teaching him to keep his hands to himself. Yes. You also need to do the same. You know what yes. I'm saying? But the fact that they go back and forth with that, that's crazy. Is she pregnant? She is pregnant. He ain't things. Other things. Here's the other thing that I've noticed with them. She is pregnant, but it gets violent between them two. Like, he needed stitches on this TV show. Like, we already talked about that, too. And so, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, Mm -hmm. what? But, yeah, she is pregnant. And -hmm. here's my other thing, and um, what I've noticed in the television show is that I feel like Krishan is, like, a low-key addict. And with alcohol. I was just about to say she's an alcoholic. Yes. It seems. It seems. It seems. Mm -hmm. This is only my, you know, my observation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As a psychologist. Right, exactly. Through that lens. Through that lens. (laughs) I have to throw that in there. Yeah. But I feel that way. It's because whenever they're out. Mm -hmm. Now, it's one thing to, like, drink before you go out on a concert. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, like, they're performing. But it's like, I wake up and I drink this. Mm -hmm. And y'all go into the store. Again, another way she's maybe coping with things that are deeper or, you know, in that her trauma life. that yeah. she was saying. Mm-hmm. I think so, too, because she did mention that she has, like, mom trauma. Like, her mom was on, like, drugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, that addiction is in the bloodline. Mm-hmm. So, it could be that, too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're right. It could be the trauma that we talked about. And it could be, you know, she's coping with her situation. But mm-hmm. I don't ever want to be in a situation where I feel like I have to cope to be with you. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I got to do this just to, just to see your just face. Just to bear your existence. Exactly. Like, like that is yeah. not a relationship. I've been in relationships before to where I would physically get sick when I knew I was about to be with this person be for such a long time. Like, yeah. you know, in the same space. That's yeah. not like we were together, but in yeah. the same space for such a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, my body would be like, turn tired like it would it would physically react to what was happening yeah similarly i i would get anxious my last relation my last serious relationship was like that i remember pulling into the uh garage and literally just sitting there and being like fuck i'm about to go into this house like seriously and having to endure that because at a certain point it was like almost walking on eggshells like Mm. you don't know what you're gonna get or you don't know how the interaction is gonna go that may become more explosive Mm -hmm. or it may be cool or chill but it was that unpredictability with it that made me so anxious Mm -hmm. so i understand that like your body absorbs that relationship and it shows in different ways so for you you know you would get tired or like just drained physically yeah Ew, like you or said, anxious. like you'll go into the garage and just sit because you didn't know what yes. person you it's were like, going to Lord, get. Lord, give me the strength just to no, endure this. Yeah, seriously. And I would feel mm-hmm. that same way too. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, oh gosh. So 
So I would have a timetable in my head, right? Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, like we said, I have a timetable in my head. Okay, so he does this and he gets off at this time. And so, like, at 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. I'll see him. All right, is this done? Is this done? Is this done? Mm-hmm. Okay, are we ready to do this? Okay, are we ready to do that? Okay, mm-hmm. is everything perfect? Okay, mm-hmm. do you have a, a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Do you have a comment if something goes wrong? Yeah, like a literally having Like rehearsing things Rehearsing in conversations mm-hmm. in my head. Yeah. So, to protect me, mm-hmm. so anytime you pop off, Mm-hmm. That I would be protect, you know, be te- protecting my own feelings. Yeah, and that's not the way to live with any type of exactly. relationship, especially exactly. one who you feel like you know you love and you care about. Yeah, exactly. So I think the one of the big things, even when we were talking about toxic love, like how does that originate? And I think for me personally, I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, it was because I was in such a low place mm-hmm. when entering this relationship. My feeling of worth or worthiness mm-hmm. was so low that his treatment was. Was almost like well that's not like what I deserve mm-hmm. but it's like I have to accommodate this because I have nothing else yeah no so, sometimes you do feel that way yeah. like you feel like it's nobody else mm-hmm. that that you feel like it's nobody else that may want you. Yeah. So this is all you have. Yeah. So you it was it that. Work. It was like that loneliness feeling. Like I don't want to be my by myself. So yeah. I'm going to endure this just to say that I have someone. I hate. For sure. I low key hate that shit. And I think this. Mm-hmm. That's not why I'm single now. But I would rather live my life in such a peaceful manner than have someone come in and disrupt it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I. Like, I was in such a, well, this relationship, I was in such a low place. We talked about it before. My my mother was sick at that time. For sure. Life was just different, and I was handling so many emotions. So when I initially got so into sad. this relationship, I was looking for an escape from what I was experiencing. Mm-hmm. And he provided that to me, but I think it was also manipulated, too, that I'm in such a dark... Yeah. That you were in a vulnerable state. Yeah, exactly. And you want to know something? Niggas that. know when you be vulnerable. Manipulatives. For, they, niggas yeah. be knowing. And I'm, yeah. and I'm for real. Like, niggas be knowing, like, oh, okay, she, you know, like you mm-hmm. said, my mother is ill. Mm-hmm. Things are moving too fast. Hard for me to catch up. Yeah. Niggas be knowing that shit. All right, so let me do these things for her to win her in. And then once I got her, it's like, okay, little little things, little arguments. It's like almost like testing the waters to see how, how either combative I would be, how much I would mm-hmm. like endure it, mm-hmm. and where my tolerance level was mm-hmm. for bullshit. And I feel like at that time it was very, very low. Mm-hmm. So his treatment to me, it was like, damn, but he takes over, he takes care of so many other things. Mm-hmm. I can take. You made not so much calling me on my name. It wasn't super like that, at least in the beginning. But it was like, I can't endure, like, you just saying some spiteful ass shit because you're taking care of home. You're paying bills. You're taking care of me if mm-hmm. I need something. So, again, taking advantage of a very vulnerable state that I was in. And um, sure. I think for me, what I had to remember, I was just talking to my oldest sister about this, is the necessity of wisdom in your life. Ooh, like, like, you that. know when shit ain't right. Like, God gives you this intuition. Like, him calling me out my name, if he's putting your his hands on you, or just being disrespectful. This shit ain't right. But it's like we can't tap into it for whatever reason because we're also benefiting from it. But I had the wisdom from family and also from friends. And it's like, damn, why didn't I tap into it? I knew this shit wasn't right. I knew it, like, 
a month or two in that this was not my person, mm-hmm. but I was so eager to feel chosen or to feel adored or admired mm-hmm. that I just put up with some reckless ass shit. And I just, yeah. again, giving yourself grace, knowing that I was course, not at my best, but still that toxicity could have been avoided mm-hmm. if I had tapped into the wisdom that I have from myself or from others. I feel you on that. I think mm-hmm. the reason why I was in my situation similar is because of that loneliness. Mm-hmm. But also, um, my sister was really ill at that time, and mm-hmm. she had stopped. Uh, she even stopped going to work because she was really, really sick. Mm-hmm. And my father and stuff like that. And so, also at that time, you felt like you, well, I felt like I needed, like, somebody there. Like, you know, he was kind. He was sweet. He was he was very kind. He was very mm-hmm. sweet compliments all the time like you said doing a lot of those um what do you say those love bombing things mm-hmm. in the beginning right yeah. like you doing all these love bombing things her over. just yeah. trying to do everything because you know i'm a single mom i'm working hard i'm doing all this so he, you he used to be like i got it i got it i got it but i didn't realize it was so much in the beginning mm-hmm. that that's not necessarily how how relationships go right yeah and then like for me my self-esteem at that moment or at that time was super low because I was trying to dig myself out of a different situation that was happening. So I did not understand what was necessarily going on. And even if my friends or my family told me that I should have left the situation alone, in my mind, I was thinking, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. It's almost like we trick ourselves. Right. No, seriously. It's going to get better. He going to do better. I'm going to get him to get better because, you know, I'm going to love him so much. I'm going to love him over the trauma. I'm going to love him so much to where he's going to get better. And if I love him this much, he going to love me right back. Mm -hmm. And that's not how shit works. Mm -hmm. No love is like necessarily like balanced or Mm -hmm. I should say equal. You know, balance is Mm -hmm. different. No love between partners are definitely are like equal. You know, it's a balance. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you give more, give less depending on where you are in the situation. situation. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But we think about that. Like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna love him through this. It's gonna be okay. And then when he gets better, he gonna credit me Mm -hmm. for being there when you know he was at his lowest. But all the while I'm being boo boo the fool, dumb as hell, not Mm -hmm. thinking that you know what? It's not you that he's doing like this is not you this is his personality and he would do this to any other girl anyway exactly and so i feel like a lot of times when like i said niggas smell that shit mm-hmm. they prey on that shit yeah they do they and crazy. when i say they prey on that shit and i'm not trying to say that they just out here looking i don't know and scheming they and, i don't think it's necessarily purposeful for yeah. a lot of them but the fact that they can sense that smell of like weakness mm-hmm. is like that part I can control. Yeah. I can win her over by doing all these grand things mm-hmm. for her. And then the my responses that come out after the fact, yeah. she can endure that because I I hooked her in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, I got yeah. it. And because of this weak spot, oh baby, I got you, mm-hmm. I protect you, I won't hurt you in that way, only to do those things. I think it's the craziest thing. So for me, I know I was always that person. I can heal this person through whatever yeah, they need through. And that sure. was like, when I talk think about, about my relationships. That. Talk about baby, that. Baby, I don't know what type of nurse I was or like in what I had in my head. But it's like I can heal this motherfucker through mm-hmm. like mommy issues or like abandon, abandonment. Like I can be that saving grace. 
I'm not Captain Saberho. I'm not doing that shit. Like, and I, it left me depleted. So even in our last one, we talked about having our cup full. full. Uh-huh. Like I was drained because I was giving so much to show. Like I won't leave you like those people did. I won't abandon sure. you. I'm a great woman. I'm a great mother. Let me show you what and this looks like. And then also, whenever you feel like you're about to leave, I don't know about your situation, my mind, mm-hmm. but whenever you feel like you're about to leave, oh, but you know it's this, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, they they left me. Everybody you, left that guilt, me. That guilt that get trip that's what i was about to say Mm. that everybody left me like you said like i'm trying to be the one we're compassionate it's like you tugging at my heartstrings no i want to don't want to be another person that has hurt you in that way but it's like you're not finna just treat me anyway either so it takes a lot of healing on the woman's part or the man's part individually to know that they are worthy of so much more and if that person wants to change they're gonna have to do it for themselves you can't force them into it but um for that Krishan and Blueface Blue situation yeah. like I don't even understand how the people around them are existing like to see that knowing that she's pregnant I pray that she's not indulging in any um inappropriate behavior behaviors as yeah. far as like drinking or smoking, smoking. or doing those yeah. type of things we know how that plays on your developmental mm-hmm. um, milestones but um yeah, I hope that they have some people. I don't know. It seems like everybody around them is toxic too. So it's like this is just the world that they live in, that they live in. You know what I'm saying? And not no, necessarily right. a healthy one to admire. So I don't know. Pray for them from a distance, but <laughs> I can't even entertain myself with them. You're right. I don't think that they have the people around them that are, mm-hmm. you know, non-toxic yeah and then what makes so that's normal you exactly. know what I'm saying? that's their norm right mm-hmm. this is how our relationships work mm-hmm. but then again when i think about my relationship with him he was like well this is what happens right this mm-hmm. is what this is what i'm used to this is accustomed to it so you doing so me saying mean shit to you People say mean shit to each other all the time, and then they get over it. No, the fuck they don't. It's so crazy, Like, who the fuck taught you this shit? When I tell you (laughs) the last relationship I was in and the reason why I decided to leave, I remember his mama telling me, like, that's why you left? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, did he need to beat me? Like, what what did you want me to say? How about his mother told me the same thing? Oh, he called you a bitch? That's, that's, like, what the fuck? How like, about his that's mama? Why he act like that. That's why he act like that because his mama right. told me the same so now, thing. Look at they fucking mamas because if they mamas is trash, the niggas is trash. Like that's crazy. What did we say last look week? I think you said no. Wait no, a minute, I'm just saying. Right. But if you don't have that mommy awareness, and daddy, and that's what you said though last week. Yes, but if you don't have that awareness, you think that that is okay. So say what you said again. With no, with the mamas. No, you okay? But that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Like with the mamas, that's mm-hmm. that's how his mother was to him. She would be so nice. And so kind mm-hmm. and she'd be like you know what you who you be really dealing with him mm-hmm. and you be really being with him and stuff like mm-hmm. that and i'm just so happy you here and you know because we already know and i'm like what y'all know right. <laughs> like this ain't mm-hmm. fucking normal mm-hmm. or she'll be like well you know i'm just so happy that this is you know this is your relationship and again she said some shit like that like y'all gonna work this out like how mm-hmm. how are we gonna work this out if he over here talking straight up shitty towards me yeah. but then again not only straight up shitty towards me it got real deep when you're trying to bring my kid in this shit and we don't play about. We gonna show up. We don't play about bam <laughs> around here. We don't play about yeah. bam around here. Mm-hmm. And so no, Mm-mm. yeah, that's one of the situations. But you're right though. Think about 
that background, their toxic situation on how they grew up. Mm-hmm. And you go, you're, unless you grow or unless you try to get better, you're going to repeat the, the cycle. same cycle. Yeah. So what are those red flags to you that you are looking in your dating experiences yeah. now? Like, what are those things that's like, nope, not you. <laughs> because no, yeah. either from your past, using your wisdom to be able to pinpoint, okay, this may not be the healthiest relationship. No, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. So I think one thing is relationships with parents, mm-hmm. regardless on mother or father. And like, Sometimes you may not have a good relationship with your parents, but are you healing from that though, right? Mm-hmm. So you know you're not going to try to recipro- perpetuate that mm-hmm. into your relationship. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So relationship with parents mm-hmm. or even relationship with your caregiver. Mm-hmm. Because I know sometimes people be like, nah, my granny was the one who held it down. Yeah. Or my granddaddy was the one who held it down. Yeah. So I'm looking at that. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at, and this is not trying to sound old gold digger or nothing but what i'm trying to say is that i'm looking like can you hold a job like can you hold a fucking job yeah and the reason why i say you know what i'm saying (laughs) no it is a low boy but you'll be it's a lot of niggas out here that be like oh you know i only work on tuesdays from two to three (laughs) because i'm working on my health because i have to be at the gym by five o'clock so i'm working on my health so i'm only working from two to three on tuesdays it's a lot of truth to what I'm saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, can you hold a job? Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, do you show up on time? Mm-hmm. Are you consistent? Are you disciplined enough yeah. to be at motherfucking work? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at that. And if you don't have those three things, like, I mean, you know, everybody may be like, you know, I'm tired. So, they may call off. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Or are you disciplined enough to keep it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep your motherfucking job. Yeah. Don't get motherfucking fired. <laughs> like, for real. So, I guess that those two. Do you have a relationship with your siblings, if you have siblings? Yeah. Um, and then, like, friends. Yeah. Like, friendships. Like, do you Another have big, yeah. long-lasting friendships? And I'm not trying to say you got to have, like, a football team mm-hmm. or even a basketball team. Mm-hmm. But do you have, like, friendships to where you're just, like... We are actually, you know, this is my homeboy. Mm -hmm. I got him no matter what. We hang tight. Like, Mm -hmm. do you have friendships? Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at that. Mm -hmm. And I guess, um, and if you don't have, you know, no friendships, bad relationships with your parents or caregiver, and then what else I say? No work ethic. Mm -hmm. And then um, what else did I say? I think I forgot, but it'll come to me while we're still talking. Mm -hmm. But those are like three red flags I would say. That are like, you know, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. What yeah. about you? Um, definitely relationships with family or caregivers, like you said. I mm-hmm. think that's really big. Most of my re- serious relationships, the men I've dealt with have not had good, good relationship with their mamas. And it Me showed either. up within the mm-hmm. relationship where either I was then at fault because I'm a woman and they took out some of that um, hurts on me. Mm-hmm. Or um, they just didn't trust women. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We, we, we want a relationship. No. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I don't they trust don't you trust because me. my mama Left was, me. was doing X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. and didn't take care of me. So, that abandonment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there are things that I know people experience. But if you have dealt with it, like, what are you doing to work through it? How are you? Yeah processing that as an adult like a, yeah. um so your relationship with god a lot of people like oh yes 
I don't know. Like yes. for me, I'm trying to lead my life where he is at the forefront, right? So when I have conversations and your spirituality doesn't align, it's with like what you're trying to be. Like when you're thinking about the relationship. I'm thinking about marriage. I'm thinking about having children. How are we going to coexist if we can't agree mm-hmm. on that part? Or have differing beliefs, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't I don't know how that works. But <laughs> No, you're right, though, but, because, um, like, that's true. But being able to see how people handle their bad times. So, mm-hmm. like, that's a good one, too. And that was one of the things we talked about earlier on. Is like, I want to see people in multiple seasons. Because everything seems grand in that honeymoon. What's that, one to three months or whatever. months or whatever mm-hmm. that you're that you have with people and like i want to see you at the end of the year like when it's the holidays coming up how are you handling your money um i want to see like how do you handle conflict with your friends Mm -hmm. like because we're not always on the same Same page page. are you blowing up at them are you trying to gain understanding so it's like i want to see this person in a variety of situations you want to know something that i i love what you're saying i think that's awesome Mm -hmm. But another one is, can you take accountability? Yeah, that's big. When you stated that about friendships mm-hmm. and like how are you, you know, blowing up and how you all are, you know, trying to, to resolve. resolve your yeah. issues. Can you take accountability? Yeah. Because you're not perfect. So I'm, I'm not saying that I am either. I'm not saying I'm walking into this next relationship, friendship or romantic, like saying that I'm going to always make the best decisions. But when I fuck up, my bad. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to take that one on the chin. Exactly. But if you are blaming the other person you know what i'm saying for your actions like fuck you did it like did you not, were you not in the situation with me were like, you not there right exactly where were you where were you exactly <laughs> so you look crazy so it's like things like i'm doja they sleep yeah we part of just posted podcast man the best show on this network come on check girl seriously man just posted <laughs> It's just me and those just sitting back talking about what the fuck going on in the yeah, world man, in man. we said labor of love he said labor of love. I ain't say that shit. Shout out to, uh, you know what I'm saying, everybody coming to watch, though, man. We really appreciate y'all. Holla at y'all later. Hey, man, this nigga just tall for no reason. I'm gone. Peace. do regular jobs. Don't forget that. That for sure. And, um... I don't know. It's it's so many things I pay attention to now that like I wish I had had that type of awareness before. Mm-hmm. But um, existing in toxicity is not not where it's at. So again, my tolerance for that is very fucking low. So what we were talking about with this celebrity relationship and what they're showing, I pray that it's just for cameras. I pray it's for clicks and giggles and laughs. But like, I don't it's, know. it's crazy. Like how people exist in that that like, sounds like turmoil like how would you want to be why would you want to yeah. be in turmoil why would you choose it and how can you exist mm-hmm. in that in that situation and exist and bringing another life into it like yeah somebody call dfs now but no i feel you on that and like accountability and mm-hmm. i think a lot of times in my situation when i had my previous uh, my ex-boyfriend he struggled with accountability mm-hmm. like we would talk and i would be calm talking whatever mm-hmm. and the minute that i would state like something you know is bothering me or something you know that happened in a relationship mm-hmm. he'd be like well you know i didn't do that or i did that because you know i'm depressed and my dog ran away or some bullshit ass excuse like seriously i didn't eat at two o'clock today 
mm-hmm. or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I just need you to take accountability mm-hmm. from like the pain you just mm-hmm. caused me. Mm-hmm. We can talk shit out. Mm-hmm. All day. But if yeah. you cannot take accountability for the shit that you said, and then, sorry. Yeah, just saying sorry. Just say fucking sorry. Mm-hmm. And then not do it again. It's one and thing not to say do sorry, it again. Yeah, don't do it again. And not do it again. But that accountability piece, like, that's a that's another red flag, too. Like, if you can't take accountability, now, I understand some things may hurt a little bit. Like, damn, I did that. My bad. Yeah. But if you can't take accountability yeah. overall, mm-hmm. that means that you cannot grow as a person, not just in like relationships, but just, you know, like in career or like yeah. where you're trying to go further. Mm-hmm. And I really like that you said your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. I love that. And that's another thing. Like, cause you know, everybody, um, relationship with God is different. You know, yeah, everybody everybody's walks, journey. Yeah. Uh-huh. Some is stronger. Some may not be as strong. Mm-hmm. Some is just weak. And it depends on what time, what space, you know, in your life to where yeah. you know it shifts mm-hmm. but i like that because um my son and i we went to go see the uh district judge about two years ago before he told me the federal judge not the district mm-hmm. judge excuse me mm-hmm. before he told me what he um he wants to be an attorney the da and so he talked to him and everything and he had told him and i will never forget this he was like i made a lot of money when i ignore my kids and ignore my wife and things like that he was just trying to tell them the demands of the job mm-hmm. but i made even more money when i put my kids in front 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 forefront excuse me mm-hmm. my wife mm-hmm. and i built my relationship with god mm-hmm. and i was like you need to mm-hmm. listen to that because mm-hmm. he was trying to explain to my son that you can make a lot of money coming out but you you know, you, you're going to be heavy worked, but if you have your priority straight mm-hmm. and keeping your relationship with God straight, then you can even make more money. Yeah, and I sure. really like that. He told him that Yeah, because I mean, you know, he an OG. I think that man, I know he's retired now, but at mm-hmm. that time he was like 82. Mm-hmm. So he was probably taking like maybe one or two, five cases a year. Yeah. So, again, using that wisdom, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And being able to hear about relationships from other people who have either been in their marriages or relationships for a long standing of time. Because I think when you just sit back and pay attention to people, like, it's all about what you are willing to endure, what your tolerance is mm-hmm. for certain situations. But um, you, you'll get the game for free. It's all there. You just for have sure. to pay attention to it and go into those relationships as a healed person because you only perpetuate what it is that is within yeah. you. So yeah. you reside, you react, you affirm people from yeah. that level. You know what I'm saying? No, I so get if you're hurt, saying. you hurt other people. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. I get what you're saying. And I guess another thing, I don't necessarily heal people like all the way heal because I'm just thinking about me. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think about like my journey, like I'm cool now, but like it may be another situation that happened to where I have to go back into my Rolodex and think about the stuff that I've learned and then I may be down again. Mm -hmm. So I think as 
as humanity evolve and as we evolve as people, we're constantly healing, mm-hmm. we're constantly growing, and we're constantly, yeah. you know, getting over a situation. Yeah. Because a lot of times, let's just say, okay, in the beginning of marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody say like it's so hard, and I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say this is not, but mm-hmm. you know, it's it's difficult times. Mm-hmm. But then when you talk to those couples who've been married for like seven, eight years, mm-hmm. they was like, yeah, in the beginning it was tough, but then we got new issues to go mm-hmm. over, and we don't worry about the issues that we had in the beginning. Mm-hmm. We got different issues. Yeah. So you're constantly healing yeah, for sure. from something else, but mm-hmm. knowing that you know you're a you're you're a healed individual is mm-hmm. what you know. I mm-hmm. think that is. So I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And then I think another thing is that when we think about toxic relationships, is that like you you are what you attract, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that yes. so much. Um, so I've had, what, three serious relationships in my life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the one with Cameron's father, my daughter's father, um, I was young. I wasn't sure what I wanted, but I wasn't, I didn't know, like, anything about life. So mm-hmm. I was looking for someone that looked good, he dressed good, all of these superficial things, not worried about, like, you know what I'm saying? Foundation. Yeah, like I just what didn't type pay of person he is? It. Personality. Oh, I just knew that we kicked it. We went out. He was we fun. had fun. You know what I'm saying? It was just a different set of priorities, or mm-hmm. like what I was looking I like for. Their priorities. But um, when I was like in school, I knew what I wanted. I was very diligent about my goals. I was a, I attracted another person who was right along with it and was very encouraging and supportive. We just grew apart, <laughs> but. The last relationship, like I said, the mindset I was in, I just wanted to escape the hurt and the sadness. He provided that, but along with it, I think we talked about that too. I wanted so much of like a father figure for Cameron. Mm -hmm. He was a good dad, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. With so many great things, but it was like, he was hurt. So like when we got into arguments, we didn't know how to do that together. Mm -hmm. We never talked about how like don't fucking disagree nicely yeah nicely i didn't communicate to him that don't yell at me Mm because charles used to yell at me and that triggers me but when he did that it was like i would either shrink up because i was so sad and i just didn't have the energy to combat with him or i would try to raise up up. Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so it was like we were just in it because that was the next step in life. We were in our 30s. And it was just not the healthiest thing at all. So not to say I'm taking anything away from that situation. He did have his fucking faults. But I know I played a role in that. And I think that's where you were talking about the accountability. Like, I chose to stay. I chose to endure it. Because I didn't want people to be like, damn, she failed sometimes, another relationship. Sometimes I, it was just women break our own hearts. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you just said that when mm-hmm. you was continuously... In that relationship when you know you should have left. I broke my own heart when I know I should have been left. Yeah, yeah. And it's sad. Like, I don't know. Like, again, I I learned from it. Mm -hmm. I know not to make certain mistakes or certain decisions (laughs) again. But um, I just pray that I can pour enough of my experiences or my knowledge and wisdom into Cameron so she never has to endure that or feel like that's okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of setting that that example. No, I like that. I like that in a number of ways. I think we as parents, we have to Mm -hmm. set examples on not only like how you present yourself to society. And that sounds so whatever. But anyway, on how Mm -hmm. you want to be, um, you know, 
what it'll you come want to, to portray. Me. Yeah. Portray. Thank mm-hmm. you. And so we have that, but you also have to think about like how do you love somebody? Yeah. Relationship. Like mm-hmm. how do you give them safe romantic love? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we as single parents we want to show them that because they emulate what we do. Mm-hmm. But um in my situation, it was a bit different. So mm-hmm. like we would have arguments and we would have our not so much physical, but we would have our big arguments like in a car, mm-hmm. outside in the house when he wasn't there yeah or like just somewhere where he wasn't you Mm -hmm. know where he wasn't present Mm -hmm. so he wasn't necessarily seeing arguments but he could possibly feel the energy like you know Mm -hmm. he's still here and we not getting along Mm -hmm. and it was a lot of times he would be like you know you can cut the tension Mm-hmm. With a knife, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying yeah. in the room because it would be so heavy. Yeah, for sure. Like so, and I didn't want my son to realize that that's how that's how relationships are yeah. supposed to be. Now, this doesn't mean that you're gonna get in a relationship. Y'all ain't never gonna argue, or y'all ain't never gonna disagree. It's just a safe way to do it. It's a safe way to argue. It's a safe way to communicate your feelings for sure. properly to mm-hmm. where you're not hurting the other one's feelings intentionally Intentionally, and the reason why i said intentionally because we did not do that Mm -hmm. because a lot of times going back to when i said i think christian i think hers is you know like reactionary Mm -hmm. you know i don't think so going back to my situation Mm -hmm. it was a lot of reaction to Mm -hmm. what the shit he used to tell me Mm -hmm. so and again like you said some things you don't say because Mm -hmm. yours is yelling Mm -hmm. mine is talking bad like Mm -hmm. Don't say mean shit to me mm-hmm. because you don't know what you're going to get. Either mm-hmm. I'll shrivel up or I'm going to go at you. And if I go at you, run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's like one of those situations. So, But, again, I think of myself in that relationship going towards accountability. I don't think I liked myself mm-hmm. reacting that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't like being that way. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, why I got to argue with you or why I got to talk to you mm-hmm. and... I got to, like, get in my masculine energy. Yeah. I, like, make you fear me so you can listen to me. Yeah. I ain't like that. Yeah. About myself. And so I guess that's another thing that when you in toxic love, it's a lot of people, a lot of parts of you that mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. that you don't, you don't know that they're there and then exactly. you don't like. Exactly. Yeah. So, so moving forward, what do you think that you will be doing to make sure that you don't, you know, put yourself in that type of relationship. Situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, those red flags are we yeah. looking out. So of course I'm taking more, you know, time into mm-hmm. looking at those. Mm-hmm. Past wisdom. Mm-hmm. I mean past relationships, wisdom I've learned from them. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, but what I said before, what I'm looking for, and if you don't have these bases, remember we just talking about bases. Mm-hmm. If you don't meet some of the qualifications, then yeah, it's just it's just not going to work. Exactly, it's not going to work. And mm-hmm. I think that some situations at times may be toxic, but I don't want like toxic love. Yeah, you know, I don't want a love that hurts. Yes. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I think going into it. I guess it's very selfish because it's like, what work do I need to do for myself? Because I feel like it is very much that (laughs) sense of attraction. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm healed, I'm whole, I love myself, then I will attract someone who sees that and wants to 
pour um, into that pour into that you know that values that so um i think it's very important to look at yourself and heal those areas we talk about it all the time and it sounds like very cliche or redundant but it's so important yes, because do. then your tolerance is low for bs you're not going mm-hmm. to stay somewhere where you don't feel valued or feel worthy mm-hmm. so um yeah definitely having certain standards but for me i have a standard for myself and because of that i won't even entertain something that looks crazy not to say that like you said after some time things won't just show themselves but i know like there are certain questions to ask Mm. or you know what i'm saying i'm looking at things from a different lens than i was before because before it was very superficial i'm just going for someone that looks nice no i think like in the beginning (laughs) i think when we when you are younger you are for superficial right like nice um had a job nice car you got to even just nice it was like you know we like bad boys so it was like that adrenaline yeah like it was like a thrill you know what i'm saying yeah like he treats y'all like shit but he loved me you know like no like the asshole to everybody else but he ain't the asshole to you but no, yeah, I'm not yeah. doing that shit. I'm not. I'm not. I can't even reside in that space. But yeah, toxicity. I mean, we know so many relationships that are existing in that, that shit. and it's just something I don't want to emulate at mm-hmm. all, or even emulate. Not just be in it for myself, but show that to my daughter. If that's what love is, I refuse. I agree with you on that. And then the last thing about toxicity is the safety issue, right? Mm. Because a lot of times you be in toxic situations. And remember I said earlier, like, I'm going to try to heal him. I'm going to love him through it. I'm going to do whatever I can. Exactly. (laughs) But, you know, I was younger. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And so, like, (laughs) (laughs) but that can turn into when I'm gone, how dare you leave me? Mm. How dare dare you leave me mm. you were supposed to smell all of my bullshit mm. all the time mm. and that's a lot of times and i feel so heartbroken a lot of times when there's a lot of women that be in these relationships mm. and they finally get a chance to leave mm. and then all of a sudden you hear on the news he beat her he murdered her he you know he killed the kids mm. you hear a lot of those type of situations mm. but the situation itself was toxic but family and friends told you to get out of it but you couldn't get couldn't, out of you it. You couldn't see past that relationship. Exactly. And, um, I mean, that happens for a lot of reasons. If you become dependent on that person. So it's like, if I leave, I have nothing. Or especially if you have kids, I can't just be out here willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. Like, this person is providing shelter. All of these things that accommodate my life. But it's like, I don't know. I think you just have to choose yourself in a safe way. So yeah. you didn't just see him being verbally, physically abusive at the 10 years. You saw that shit early on. You want to know something? And, and I don't okay mean to cut you away. off, mm-hmm. but you're so right. And it just came to my mind. Um, the way he used to talk to his mother in the beginning of a relationship, I didn't pay no attention mm-hmm. to it. But then as we continue, it's the same way he used to talk to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So you, when you had mentioned that, that was, you know, this just brought oh, up. Oh yeah, and you my, can see it. So that's why I'm like, you have to go into things with your eyes wide open. You know what I'm saying? Not just picking and choosing the things that you want to see because you want someone who loves mm-hmm. you, takes care of you, can be a good role model for your child. All of these things, but how are they working in life 
around you and you have to just be mindful of those little things too. I agree. Yeah. So it's like the signs were there. It was right there in front of your face. And I think one of the big things I don't ignore do them. now is like, God, <laughs> is this for me? And Lord, if it's not, please take it away. And I don't just say take it away because it may be painful. Like take it away <laughs> peacefully. Peacefully. Right. Don't allow it to hurt because God shows you. He gives you signs. And like I know with um mm-hmm. with Cameron's father, I should have left. Well before she came, thank God for her. But there were signs there prior to her coming, and it was only after that, um, after she was born. I was like, "This ain't it." You know what I'm saying? This ain't it. But Mm -hmm. it's like God tried to show me. But we were compatible because we were bonding over trauma or bonding over hurt. And at a certain point, I was no longer in that season in my life. But he was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, am I gonna carry you and endure this, or am I gonna let you go? That trauma binds to let it go. So I feel like I'm not sure with Blueface and Krishan what he has experienced in his life but mm-hmm. maybe it is they are binding bonding over hurts bonding over some type mm-hmm. of trauma so their broken hearts are feel like they're like matching up with each other mm-hmm. but at a certain point somebody's going to be like this ain't it so are you going to continue walking this journey of healing with me or, or yeah. the latter so i don't know i pray for them because that's that's insane But I agree with you on that. Like, I think with my relationships, it was a lot of trauma bonding because Mm -hmm. at that time of my life, that's what it was, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we bonded over those things. But as you stated, like, I'm not there no more. And I've grown. And I have tools that I pray for to help me, you know, grow, to help me be more healthy. Mm -hmm. I remember one thing in particular we're in this relationship and I went and got baptized. I was pregnant with Cameron. I think I was like four to six months and he didn't even show up to my baptism. Mm. I was like, that is the most important thing with your walk with God. Yes, for sure. So knowing that I love this person, obviously we are having a child together and where we used to do some crazy shit. It's like, now it's like, okay, I'm trying to get my life better. I have this baby that's going to be very dependent on me and she needs me to be very present. So for me, that was like my faith journey. I needed to get right with God, but you couldn't even be there to support or just be present through that. And then I went back to school and it was like, why are you going back to school? It's like, what? Can I tell you? You're not like, (laughs) you're not. So I got two situations because that Mm -hmm. is crazy. So like the going back to school Mm -hmm. part right here. So I was Mm -hmm. going back to school and a lot of my, you know, hair cell people, y'all know. Okay. Mark used to be in class with me. Mm -hmm. So straight up, he used Mm -hmm. to be in class with me. Mm -hmm. And so they know that. And so, but he used to be like, yeah, I'm dropping you off at school. So don't no nigga holler at you while you have, (laughs) while you have your son. And I used to be like. You know, whatever. But that didn't happen because, you know, niggas gon' nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that didn't stop them. <laughs> that didn't stop them. Niggas gon' nigga. Yeah. So that's one mm-hmm. situation just like the school. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know why you're doing this. And plus, I'm not even going to keep him while I'm running the streets anyway. Right. And then the second thing is, you know, he didn't even go to my grad- my recent ex. He didn't even go to my graduate, my master's graduation. He purposely did not go. Mm-hmm. He purposely did not go because he said, I just don't feel like I, I need to be there. That's crazy. But he was right there with you going, like, he didn't arguing know. with you, being present in that moment, but to see you elevate or better yourself. It's like they can't get the wings to fly with you in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know. You 
people need to evolve. We need to grow. We yeah. need to be better. But we want someone that is suitable to journey that with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for those people, it's like it's clear signs you know when they're not capable of doing that. And it's like you have to cut ties. That's true. So love you from a distance. You know what I'm saying? But I got to do what's best for me. And That's being in true. this space is not it. That's so true. And again, don't ignore those flags. We just mentioned yeah. it. We Whatever that them. is for you. Yeah. Don't ignore them. We ignored them. And I admitted it. I should have left a long time ago, but I stayed, especially mm-hmm. after that graduation. But I stayed. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we, I ignored a lot of that stuff. Yeah. But I'm not, you know, I have enough wisdom. And what I want, see, that's another thing. I know what I want now, mm-hmm. and I don't. I have non-negotiables now, mm-hmm. and so I think at that time, my non-negotiables were n- not non-negotiables. Yeah, they weren't firm. They were t- mm-hmm. right, not firm, mm-hmm. uh, shaky. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So what are your green flags, though? Well, there are so many. How much time green. do we have? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it it depends on what you're asked. What part you're asking about okay so So, in the beginning let's just talk about the beginning because remember i said in my beginning i was getting love bomb right mm -hmm. and so let's talk about your beginning green flags Mm. i'm not gonna lie it it there has to be some type of attraction. <laughs> That's what we see. Uh, so he got to oh, look nice, I presentable. You know I what I'm agree. saying? But like, I'm like chivalry, like opening car mm. doors, opening doors to buildings. You know what I'm saying? Allowing. Oh, you know what? I'm very much old school. So I'm cool with allowing you to lead and I fall bad. Me too. But, um,. I don't know, like, I love all of this very stereotypical manly things. Same. Um, I'm a daddy's girl, so daddy did a lot of stuff and provided Same. a lot. So those <laughs> things I am attracted to. But, again, you have to be able to discern, like, is this in order to control or is it because this person values This is values who he is. Yeah, exactly. This is their personality. So it's like, again, looking at their relationship with their mom, it's like I care and I love my mom and she raised me in a certain way, the same way you're doing for Bam. It's like she's taught me that to cater to a woman in a certain way. Yeah. So it's like, I don't, I don't know, I love that. And I have had men in my life that do that for me mm-hmm. and it's such an amazing feeling i guess that's where we feel like that soft air where yeah. i don't have to be on i could just reside and relax in this yeah like, just be exactly and i love a confidence like and mm-hmm. that don't mean cockiness or being an asshole but like just confident in who they are and their ability to lead it that means and show up in different ways but mm-hmm. it's like an aura that a guy has yeah um that i'm very much drawn into and um just the way that he speaks over life or we're just out is he calling people out of their names or like just are uh, that type of interaction you have yeah. to really like pay attention to things like that you and I do think it's very important to again have your eyes wide open and to pay attention to how they're treating the people around you and I think that then that'll be a testament to how they then treat themselves and you so yeah yeah I agree with you on all mm-hmm. of those mm-hmm. I'm just gonna add being kind oh, of course and I like um what's the word it feels 
boring. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say it mm-hmm. feels boring, because remember we said it was an adrenaline rush in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. it's one thing to, like, you know, like we doing something fun together. Mm-hmm. So that's an adrenaline rush. But mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to, I don't, I need to calm down. Yeah. I don't, I don't want that. Go home and go watch a movie. Shit. So yeah. I want that, that, um, it feels boring boring at first Mm -hmm. because a lot of times when you're in that fight or flight Mm -hmm. and you get something that's good it's going to feel so different Mm -hmm. to where you recognize it as being boring Mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily boring Mm -hmm. it's just your your body is not in fight or flight yeah it's relaxed it's relaxed Mm -hmm. so yeah i agree with all of those i would say those yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah all right what about y'all and toxic love (laughs) i mean you know Creeshine and Blueface. <laughs> we already know. Like I, my heart goes out to them. And baby, that's not love. Mm-hmm. On either side, not either just side. for him or for her. Like both of y'all, that's that ain't love. That's not love. Love doesn't hurt. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. So you can find us at Womanology Podcast. Yes. On Instagram, mm-hmm. you can find me at Ria underscore Dakota underscore Ed dot S. I'm about to drop soon. <laughs> and I, <laughs> right. They're going to be calling you out. Um, but yes, I'm Chloe, and you can find me at yours truly underscore Chloe with a C, not a K. And yeah, we're going to make this more consistent. I'm on it. I'm back on it. We're going to do this me consistently too. and get this content <laughs> out because we like having conversations with y'all. It's For almost, sure. it's like family. It's like yeah. my homegirl, my homeboy out there that we're talking to so it feels comfortable i feel more relaxed i had somebody be like we're so like into our profession that we do like this a whole lot (laughs) we nod our heads okay so i had at least like two people be like i see you on the like when they see the visual like that's so funny they be like y'all both be going like this and it's like (laughs) it's because we're listening and we're we're engaged we're actually listening So in order for me to show that I'm listening to you and not somewhere else, it's like I'm confirming yeah. it through my head now. So I hope this episode I was calmer because <laughs> I really tried. I know I was shaking away. <laughs> You're stupid. But no, we're taking all of the feedback. Like, Thank you. Yes, we definitely uh, are listening. <laughs> yes. But we love these moments where we can be transparent and share some light or give some wisdom as well because everyone could benefit. That's it. true, and we've been through it. Yes, we have. We professional women, but we've been through it. Unfortunately, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's straight up wisdom. It is. All right, y'all. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs>